When building a property portfolio, we shouldn't be treating it like it's a hobby or an interest outside of our work. We should be treating it like we're running a business, regardless of whether we're business owners in our own life. To start with, we should be putting professional steps in place to ensure the best outcome for your property portfolio. I'm going to talk about this in depth. I'm John Pigeon, and you're listening to My Millennial Daily. So four key areas that I think we need to address when treating our investment portfolio like a business. The first one is having a great team of people in your corner. So who do we need in our corner at all times? Now we need a sophisticated, qualified mortgage broker that's looking across plenty of loans for us and shortlisting the best loan structure for us. They need to understand your goals, so you'll need to share what your goals are for the long term as well as the short term, and you can have a good relationship with them. Qualified accountant that's strategic about your tax position and getting the best outcome for you in that space. Having a qualified conveyancer in your corner working in the state that you're wanting to buy or sell that property, need to have them on an ongoing basis as you need them. You need a property manager that's going to work for you on the ground, dealing with the tenant, and they're the conduit between you and the person that's paying you the rent, and I'll expand on that in a moment. You need a buyer's agent or a mentor, someone to shoulder the process for you so you're not doing it alone. So many people come to me and say, John, I feel as though I'm alone. I'm not confident to make that first step to to buy that particular property or I've got 11th hour uh, blues. I don't know if I can push through with this. What do you think? So we need to have someone in our corner. If we're not confident to do it ourselves, that's where we need to engage a buyer's agent If we are confident and we have got the time on our hands, but we just need that reassurance, we might have some sort of coach or mentor that can shoulder us through that process right through to the end and make sure that we're not paying too much for that property or buying a dud property that doesn't fit our strategy or our long-term wealth creation. On an ad hoc basis, you'll need trades such as building and pest professionals. When you're buying the property, doing the due diligence, you'll have building and pest inspectors come through and give you reports to make sure that everything looks okay from a building point of view. You'll have other trades ongoing that you may not use all the time, but have at your disposal and your property manager can definitely help with that. So having a really good team of people, and don't get me wrong, you may upgrade these people from time to time, but hopefully you're creating relations with them that serve you well for years to come. Second part is having an income and expenses schedule that you monitor each month or at least each quarter so that we're not getting to tax time and fiddling around with all of our numbers in a shoebox and trying to get that to our accountant. We're actually analysing this on a on a regular basis. It might take us half an hour each month. Our property manager will have an assessment of what we've got there. We just need to put it into our um, system. And I'll put some uh, put a link in the show notes to the one that, uh, that we use here personally. But what that does is it gives you a, an overview, just like your personal cash flow in your personal life, you understand what's coming in, what's going out, if there's any shortfall, what sort of buffers we need to forecast the next month, next quarter, next year. The third point is to do an annual check on your whole property portfolio or at least your individual properties. 
So what does that annual check involve? Well, we're getting values of the property to see if there's any potential equity involved to be able to pull out and potentially go and buy again. We're getting rental appraisals to to ensure that we're charging market rent. Okay, again, we're running a business, so we need to treat it as such. We're checking what our buffers are required for that following year. So as a result of our income and expenses, if there is a shortfall, what sort of buffers do we need for that next 12 months? And we're forecasting that. So if we do get interest rate rises, we've already factored that in. If we do get vacancy rates, we've already factored that in. Any maintenance required on our properties, we're getting an assessment of how much to forecast for that, if any. We're talking to our mortgage broker about loan structures and rates. And again, we need to assess that to ensure that we've got the most competitive finance structure available to us at the time, because years can go by without checking in on that. And there can be lost money as a result of not getting the best deal. So don't feel as though you need to be loyal to that one lender for the next 30 years. And the last point I wanted to raise was having a really good property manager, keeping them honest and choosing them well. So have a really good relationship with them. They know your expectations and you know theirs to be able to ensure that you have a long-lasting tenant that's there for years to come. And I did a previous episode on how to treat a tenant, so refer back to that if you need. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So in summary, the four major parts of ensuring you run your property portfolio like a business is have a a fantastic team of people in your corner. Make sure that you do your due diligence to recruit them. So go and interview two, three, four different uh, specialists before you actually choose that one person for the job. Number two, ensure you have an income and expenses schedule where you know what your business, what your properties are doing on a monthly, quarterly, yearly basis. That keeps you abreast of everything that's going on in your business on a regular basis and not just at tax time. Number three is do an annual check on your business. So I call it an AGM, an annual general meeting on your business, which is your property portfolio and assess every part of it and forecast for the next 12 months like any good business would do. And finally is have a really strong property management team where you're both on the same page, there's transparency, there's honesty, and the expectations are clear and concise to ensure that the person paying your rent on a weekly basis is a smooth process for you and everyone else involved. So there we have it, some tips and tricks to be able to ensure that you're running a professional outfit when it comes to building a property portfolio And what we're doing is avoiding the pitfalls that a lot of investors make by treating it like a hobby. I'm John Pigeon, and you're listening to My Millennial Daily. My Millennial Daily is produced by My Millennial Money, also available on Spotify.